So I saw my friend Nancy Mace, congresswoman out of South Carolina, who's become a really good friend. I saw her on CNN this morning. She looked great. She sounded great. It was all good. But i got to ask her an important question. Nancy, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good morning, Sid. How are you? I'm good. Aren't you in New York today? I am. I know, and I'm so upset. I'm not in person this morning. What happened? You're supposed to be here. I have to haze my staff (laughs) (laughs) on your behalf. So I'm like, I'm up here, and usually they stack me up with interviews. I do all the networks, all the things. And I was like, uh, time out here. We were supposed to do this one in person. So I am so sorry, but I w- I'm going to be back um, in two weeks. I'm doing The View, and I told my, I literally told my comms director, Will, who's a great guy. I was like, we are doing this one in person when I'm back. <laughs> All right, good. So, no, so, no, so this yeah, is so, so wait, so, so I saw you this morning on CNN, mm-hmm. and then you're coming back to two in two weeks to do The View. Are you sure you're a Republican? <laughs> I am. You know what? But you know what? Someone has to hear that message. Like I'm carrying this message of conservative common sense. You know, I do CNN, I do Fox News, I'm doing WABC, I'll do MSNBC because somebody has to hear that message. You can't live in an echo chamber and just talk to people that agree with you. You have to go into the hornet's nest, including the view. And my mom is with you, said she's like, I'm sorry. She's like, are you crazy? (laughs) And I was like, no, but the people that are watching that need to know that there are common sense Republicans out there that make a lot of logic, make a lot of sense, and make a lot of moves and are successful and they can get on board with. I mean, if we want to win next year, we got to talk to everybody. We can't be afraid. And you know me, I'm not scared of anyone or anything. We can't be afraid to go into lion's den. No, I agree with you. I think it's great. I think, uh, in fact, Bill O'Reilly, who's a dear friend of mine, he's on every Thursday. He goes on with that uh, biatch Chris Cuomo every Wednesday night, which is great because he's got that dem audience. So I think what you're doing is great. I just don't know how, when you're trying to get out mm-hmm. a point, for example, a really good point in two weeks on The View, and those animals, Joy Behar and Whoopi Goldberg and Sonny Holston, oh, cut wait. you off. Oh, I can't wait. What I are you going to do? <laughs> They're going to cut you off, oh, No, though. I'm just going to tell – no, I'm going to tell the truth. I mean, you know, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's, a, it's just so important to carry that message, to, to talk to people who disagree with you, even when they interrupt you, uh, you know, and to return fire. I mean, you just you just have to be that way. We have to be that way going into – next year because there's a lot of uh, lies being told out there. There are a lot of mistruths and there's a huge lack of common sense. And I want to show America that Republicans, we have good sense, we have good policies and we can make our country great. We can get ourselves out of the situation we're in today. We can re- we can uh, take back a lot of the, the decisions that Biden has made to make our country worse and we can do better. I mean, that's the message. Well, it's a great message. Nancy May, South Carolina. I did bring Nancy up when the president was on with me last Friday. I brought up four Mm -hmm. women because I had to be fair. So I brought up Carrie Lake and I brought up Tulsi Gabbard and I brought up Christy Noem. But of course, uh, what was the very first name I mentioned when I said you must have a female vice president? Yeah. Numero uno, and I cannot thank you enough, which is why, you know, I love you so much, love WABC and love your show so much because you've been so good to us. You you sort of, you get it. I mean, you get where the country needs to go. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Nancy. Let, let's get to uh, some of the things you talked about on CNN this morning. In fact, the guy who mm-hmm. did the interview actually did seem very respectful. It was a nice interview. And you talked a lot about Kevin McCarthy. He's got a very, very full plate, the House GOP leader. It wasn't mm-hmm. even the Biden stuff. Let's get to the possibility, probability, what word would you use for the government shutdown? 
No, I think it's. I think it's. I think there's a 50-50 shot that the government shuts down at the end of the month. And you know, there's some talk, you know, underway about the impeachment inquiry, which I will support because I want Joe Biden's bank records, and that is one tool in our toolbox that we can use to get those. It makes it easier for us. But you know, they want they want that for you know getting on board with the spending package and the CR. Well, I'm not voting for a continuing resolution. I'm not voting to send your daughters, your grandchildren's, their future down the river. I'm not selling our children out for more debt. And so, like the two things are totally separate. They should be separate. Um, and we've got to get Republicans and Democrats on board to say enough is enough. Like I don't care what your political affiliation is. Call your member of Congress this week and tell them to stop it. Uh, we can't continue doing this. And on top of the spending, there are all these, you know, there are going to be these supplemental bills, supplemental appropriations bills, because, you know, the government isn't spending enough of your money. They need to spend more. No, just say no. This has to stop. And Republicans and Democrats alike, they're both doing it. It's not one or the other. They're both spending us into oblivion right now. Oh, Nikki Haley said that on the debate stage that night. She said, yeah, don't just, right. yeah, no, she is. She's uh, picked up a bit, looks like in uh, Iowa, up to about 7%, mm-hmm. but, and Trump uh, has gone from 62 to 51. If you believe these polls, I don't know. Uh, DeSantis has also dropped from 20 to 14, but Trump still has a massive lead. But Nikki did make that exact point you made just now. And Trump also mm-hmm. did ask a couple of weeks ago, why is it taking so long for this impeachment inquiry you brought up moments ago that you're all for it. So is Kevin McCarthy. Why is it taking so long to get that thing done? Well, we've been in recess for the last five or six weeks or so. That's part of it. And, you know, part of it is is bringing all the the groups together. We have the five families. I'm an island of one, so I do my own thing. But we have these... We have multiple groups within our caucus that have different viewpoints, and you've got to talk to everybody and then build consensus on what that looks like and what it means. The thing that I was concerned about early on, I'll tell you, is I didn't want an impeachment inquiry to impede the House Oversight Investigation or House Judiciary or House Ways and Means. Those are three concurrent you know, investigations happening. I don't want those taken off because there is good work that's happening there. And then to understand this week that it'll mean an inquiry will mean we can get a better chance of getting Joe Biden's bank records because that's where the bodies are buried. Like that's what the American people need to see. If they've seen what I've seen in the SARS reports, they ought to see Joe Biden's bank records. I mean, this guy, what his family was doing, I believe will prove out in those records. He's such a low life, Joe Biden. <laughs> I know it's an, he's an old man and he probably deserves more respect than that. But what he did mm-hmm. yesterday for me, was the worst lie he's ever told. And he's told bad lies. He talked about Bo Biden dying in Afghanistan. His son who was a good man, yeah. by the way. He died in the hospital, mm-hmm. you know, here in the United States. He talked about that kitchen fire in Maui, which never happened. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. Exactly. But yesterday was the worst one yet. Play this loop and Nancy Mace and the audience. Joe Biden cut number 17. I've done this all morning long. Then you tell me, Nancy, what was wrong with what Joe Biden said? Cut number 17. To renew our sacred vow, never forget. Never forget. We never forget. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so devastating. What was wrong with what the president said there? Was he not there the next day? He was not. Exactly. He was in Washington, D.C. Yeah, the guy lies. The guy. But, 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 but Nancy, you're not, now you're, talk, you're not yeah. talking about graduating at the top of your class. He lied about being at a sacred place like Ground Zero, yeah. 9-11. How I'm disgusting not, is yeah. that? 
it's just, and you know what? He's, you know, he he did his 9-11 speech, never forget, in Alaska. Alaska. Like, I, well, I'm sorry. What, do you know you're not in New York? Do you even know where you are right now? And why aren't you in the city of New York? Why aren't you at Ground Zero on 9-11, the first president since 9-11 not to be in New York, you know, during uh, this remembrance, and he's in he's in Alaska. Even Sarah <laughs> and Palin lying about it. I know, even Sarah Palin was in New York. <laughs> and yeah, she and even there. worse than that. Did you see what the administration did yesterday? Giving they're going to give six billion dollars to Iran. I'm sorry, what you announced this? The 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 head of, of t- state terrorism in the world, Iran, and you're going to give them six billion dollars, yep. yep. and you're announcing it on 9/11. What the hell is wrong with? They them? are so toned at, at up. The end of the day. Uh, they are, and I know, of course, uh, that goes to the hostages. They're going to exchange six billion to get the hostages, and we always want to get our people home. I get that, but you're right. On that day, Iran, and as a Jew, I know that the one country in the world today that would love to see Israel obliterated more than any other they is Iran. Israel. Yeah, I mean, of course. Want to flatten Israel, and it's, there's already a prisoner exchange. So why the six billion dollars is what I want to know, and why the hell would you announce it on nine eleven? Like it's such, it's so offensive to the people that died that day, to the men and women in uniform who lost their lives over the last twenty years fighting terrorism around the world, and we're just giving Iran a clean break. And you know, there's going to be this delegation from Iran coming to the UN next week. And you know, last year we had a, the world's best tennis player got banned from coming to the U.S. because he was unvaccinated. But we can allow these people who are who condone and defend mass murder of political dissidents in Iran into the United States. I don't understand. Like, this is not the precedent we want to set with America. Agreed. And, of course, you're talking about Djokovic, who just won again uh, this weekend at the U.S. Open. Uh, Last one, one of your uh, colleagues, of course, uh, Nancy's from South Carolina. We mentioned Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, a lot of real good folks. 